Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Red Zone DFS College Football Edition Week 12. Uh, season is flying by. Only a few more weeks for some main slate action here. So hopefully everyone had a good week last week. Uh, I need to bounce back a little bit. Been a little bit of a cold streak here. Again, same story. Uh, just different week seems to be on the right guys, on the right teams and stacks. Just can't quite put the full lineup together. Uh, so a lot of min caching, a lot of just missing min caching, but obviously in order to hit the nuts and make a run at a tournament, you need to have a full lineup that is dynamite. So I can tell you, I feel great about this week though. Um, really like the slate. It's a big one again here on the morning slate or early afternoon slate if you're on the East coast. Um, so let's jump to it. But before we do that, just a reminder, we here at Red Zone DFS are sponsored by Manscaped. Support for uh, Red Zone DFS is brought to you by probably the best in men's grooming. Everything from sprays to lotions to trimmers to uh, preservers. They got everything. Boxer briefs, travel bags, you name it. They got it. Guys, we have the holidays coming up. We are able to get you guys 20% off plus free shipping with the Promo code ZONE20 at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. You see it right here on the screen. Do it. Get your family some Christmas gifts. Get your coworkers some Christmas gifts. Hanukkah coming up. Whatever you celebrate, it's an amazing deal. Your folks will be happy with it. So moving on, let's rock and roll here. My screen for the overall breakdown of Slate. Um Looking at it, obviously, some things that stand out. You know, we got a few high totals on here. We've got Baylor TCU sitting at 58 with a close spread. Uh, moving down, we got a super a few super low ones too. Illinois, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nebraska. So just true Big Ten action here. Washington, Arizona State is looking juicy at 63. It's Kansas State, West Virginia, Houston, East Carolina. Um Texas at Kansas is a high 63 and a half. Um, so, and Ohio State and Maryland. So we've got a few games that really jump off the page. I think we also have a few games that we could kind of scratch off outside of a few one-off plays. Um, when we look at kind of the offensive rankings in terms of stats, so yardage stats on the year, um, there's a few things that, again, kind of really jump out. Uh, TCU has a clear advantage in terms of the passing game. Uh, 28 versus 68. Arizona is in a really good spot here. So is Washington State, to be honest. Uh, just not quite as glaring. Uh, Arizona having a top 10 passing offense and yardage. Uh, Washington State gives up a ton. So right there is looking pretty sweet. Houston, East Carolina. My goodness. Uh, no wonder the spread is so high. If you look at these numbers, 15th and 16th in the country, in terms of passing yardage and just terrible defenses on both sides of the ball here in the passing game. Um, this game is going to be pretty popular guys, Texas at Kansas, uh, Texas looking like they've got a pretty good advantage here. Ohio state, like every week also has one moving to the ground game, Wisconsin um, 54th in the country and Nebraska giving up a ton of yards on the ground. Kansas State, another one that looks pretty good. Notre Dame, uh, they are in here, make the list. And then Ohio State once again. So this is kind of just an overview of all the games on the slate. Again, rankings in terms of yardage. Feel free you know, to go back and look at this, pause it if you want to just break it down. I've got totals in here as, as well as spreads for each game. So 
Moving on to here, some of my top plays. I will leave this up so everyone can kind of reference it. I realize I've been uh, taking that down the last couple of weeks and you guys just have to stare at my ugly mug. So I will leave it up. But moving to kind of my top five stacks this week and kind of slate overview and strategy for me. For the most part, I'm going to be looking to pay down at quarterback. I think there is some good, maybe not down all the way. I think there is a few really good mid-tier stacks in terms of quarterback pricing. And then I think there's a few really good pay down options as well. And my strategy this week is there is also a ton of value on the slate. So I think if you can go down or mid-tier with some of these quarterbacks, mix in a few of the value plays, which we'll get to you have an opportunity to get a few major big guns on this slate. Um, and that's the way I'm going to approach it. Uh, that's the way I'm looking at it this week. So without further ado, my top five stacks this week, Houston is ranking out as number one. Clayton Tune at 8,100 is a really good price for him. Um, you've got Nathaniel Dell at 8,200 as his main passing or receiving option. He is not cheap, most expensive receiver on the slate. But if you look at what he's been doing, it's been absolutely out of this atmosphere. He's been blowing games up. But you've also got two other guys uh, receiving options for this offense that's been going nuts. Samuel Brown sitting at 4,200 has been averaging almost 18 DraftKings points a game since week five. That's a pretty big sample size there. And then Keyshawn Carter at 4,000 right below him. He's been smashing 30 points and 26 points these last two weeks. Houston's offense has just been, uh, again, unbelievable. They now get a matchup here versus East Carolina's passing defense, which is just horrific. So I know they're going to be popular, but I just don't see how I can avoid this spot here. Um, when you look at the numbers, you look at the matchups, you look at the pricing, everything lines up to be just a, a rock and uh, rock it up, lock it in type stack. So Houston's going to be my number one stack and probably the most exposure I'll have to on this slate. Going down, um, I, I do also like the other side of that game. ECU with Holton uh, Allers or Ehlers at 6,200 and then Isaiah Winstead at 7,000 are both really good plays. The price is right. If this game gets up and gets popping, I mean, I, I don't see how both sides of this game are just super juicy matchups. So I like ECU quite a bit here. Um, I also like the running back, but from what I've read, he did get dinged up last week. So that would obviously put a little bit more emphasis on ECU having to throw the ball this week. Keep an eye on that. Um, he's still a really good play. Keaton Mitchell, 7,100. If he's in and he's a go, I will definitely have no problem bringing my stacks back with him as well. But I wanted to make sure I mentioned the passing game for ECU. Second favorite stack, TCU. Uh, no matter what we've said, no matter what people have thought every single week they have just come out and proved people wrong and they just find a way to get it done. Main reason for that is Max Duggan at 8,000. He's still not priced up to where he should be. Um, and this guy's in my opinion, in the top three uh, or should be for the, the Heisman right now. Um, he just finds a way to get it done both with his arm and his legs. Quinton Johnston is balling out lately, 7,100. They get a really good matchup here. Uh, not a really good matchup. They get a good matchup versus Baylor. Uh, but again, 58 total, two and a half points spread on the road. Um, it's on turf, should be a fast track here. I like TCU quite a bit to cover this spread, win this game outright. And uh, and it's going to be through the passing game, uh, like always. Um, I do like the running back, which I'll talk about a little bit here in a second. But it's just, again, hard to ignore what TCU has been doing. 
Going down, my third favorite, and I don't even think you can call it a stack. It's going to be a little bit wonky this week. I'm just going to play a ton of Will Howard at 6,400. We've already seen Adrian Martinez ruled out here this week. Um, So at 6,400, Will Howard once again takes the reins of this offense, which when he was in, they were humming. He was going three, four touchdowns a game. Um, That offense seemed to click a little bit smoother. It seemed to operate a little bit more like a normal offense versus – uh, Adrian Martinez, which is obviously mostly a pure running quarterback. Um, so I like Will Howard. The price is right. There are some options you can pair him with, or you could just play him naked. Uh, probably what I will do because it's hard to predict who's going to get some of that action. But I think at 6,400, again, he's a really good uh, quarterback option, super flex option, whatever you decide to do. The price is right for a guy that has you know, 25, 28, 30 point upside. Uh, no doubt about it this week versus a bad West Virginia defense. Uh, I talked about ECU a little bit. Arizona makes my list. Uh, Jaden Delora, I don't know how he does it, but the kid just makes plays every single week. This offense pushes the volume and they go high and, fly, and high and dry here. And 63 total in this game. Washington State is a road favorite. And again, you see here um, Sixth ring passing yardage. They've got three very good weapons on in the passing game with Jacob Cowing, uh, Dorian Singer, and Tetra McMillan uh, at 7,600, 6,700, and 6,000. Cowing by far is his favorite target, but all three of those guys have had amazing games so far this year and do get volume in this high flying offense. So Arizona definitely makes my top five stacks this week. Some other guys you can consider. The other side of that Arizona game, Cam Ward at 6,800. Very much like the ECU strategy here, he's cheap. Uh, This game should involve a lot of points here. Um, Arizona's defense is nothing to write home about. Uh, And and again, it's just a situation where you're going to have a high-scoring game, poor defenses. You know, good strategy for me this year has been to kind of take the other side of that game where they're going to be trailing in a positive game script. Uh, and follow it. So Cam Ward at 6,800, I think is a really sharp play. He's got a few main op- uh, options as well. Stribling, um, Devin Ollie has been playing a little bit, although he has been worked out a little bit. So I think if you're going to stack it up, it's Deshaun, Deshaun Stribling at 6K. Um, that's where I would go. Um, CJ Stroud, I think you got to consider him every week. You know, he the, the challenge with it is again, if you want to go to multiple value guys, he's actually pretty easy to fit in this week. Um, but again, they're a 28 point favorite, 64 over under. You need Maryland to keep this thing a little bit close. So if you think that they can, uh, this is a great spot. Uh, the challenge is not many teams have been able to do that for Ohio State. And, you know, even if they keep it close right in the first quarter, halfway through the first half, they just absolutely explode, pop three, four, five touchdowns, and then it's game over. Uh, so we haven't quite seen what I think could be a ceiling game for C.J. Stroud. Um, but again, it's hard to ignore these guys, you know, and, and I think my way to approach it with them is I'm going to pay down again at quarterback this week. Uh, I'm going to get a piece of Ohio State in a lot of my lineups, but I just don't quite know if it's going to be a full stacking option as like a core stack. Will I have a few stacks of them? For sure. Uh, just in case they do put up that 65 spot. Um, and let's say Maryland puts up 30. Um, you know, th- this game could be the one. This could be the nuts of the day. So I think you have to get some pieces. Keep an eye on it. But um, we've got some injuries I think we can take advantage of too. 
My last one that I want to talk about is kind of a sneaky stack of the day, Michigan State. Um, They've been playing better. Uh, They are a a 10.5-point favorite versus a putrid Indiana defense. Michigan State is at home. I know we're going to have a little bit of weather issues. It's going to be cold, but they get a great matchup here. I like the fact that Peyton Thorne is cheap at 6,000. You've also got two receivers, Jaden Reed and Keon Coleman at 5,600 and 5,500 that are extremely cheap as well. So my thought process on this is if you think Michigan State blasts them here, uh, or if by chance this is a double, sh- you know, a shootout uh, type scenario, I want to overstack this game um, and try to really get all totally away from the chalk, uh, which is probably going to be that Arizona game that Houston game, Ohio State, the games like that. Um, so I'm going to mix in some Michigan State this week. I just think the matchup's too good at home. They're big favorite. They need to come finish this season strong uh, just for off-season recruiting, all that type of stuff. Um, so I like Michigan State here quite a bit. Uh, price is right. Let's load them, load them up. Um, a big reason why I want to pay down at quarterback this week is my favorite play of the slate is Bijan Robinson. Uh, he has been on a tear all season long. Uh, Texas seemed to forget that they had him last week on the team and they're probably second biggest game of the year minus Alabama. Texas needs to win this game. Um, they need to beat Kansas. It's a high total. They have uh, a pretty good matchup on the ground. And I think this is a major spot for Bijan. Um, to rumble back in a major way. 9,100, he's not cheap, uh, but we've seen this guy like outside of last week, his floor is pretty much 28, 30 points. I think we could see, you know, a 40, 50 point game out of him. Uh, I'm going to be locking and loading him up in as many lineups as I can. I just think this is a great bounce back spot for him. So in order to afford that, I got to pay down elsewhere, right? So Bijan Robinson up top, my favorite play. Deuce Vaughn at 7,400, I like quite a bit. Again, uh, Keaton Mitchell, 7,100. Uh, if he plays, if he's ready to rock and roll, I will be playing him. Braylon Allen at 7,000. Hopefully he continues getting heavy workload because this is a good spot for Wisconsin's rushing offense versus, a, again, a putrid Nebraska rushing defense. So Braylon Allen, another one of my favorite plays on the week. Uh, Kendra Miller at 6,800 is in a good spot. Will Shipley, I like him quite a bit here versus Miami when they should absolutely crush Miami, who's just terrible. Uh, if Travion Henderson plays, I like him a lot. If he, Mayan Williams misses, I like him even more. If Travion Henderson misses with Mayan Williams, D- Dallin Hayden at 3,700 becomes one of the best plays on the slate. We saw him go over, I think, 20 points or close to it last week um, in kind of a limited workload. Um, I'll be playing a lot of Dallin Hayden at 3,700 if those guys miss. So that's a situation you just have to keep an eye on. But no matter who is in, how it's going to shake out, um, you know, you get a piece of this running game, no matter what, because this is a game that could blow up. My advice to you is kind of set it as I, I, I'm pretty sure Mayan Williams is going to miss. So in that case, I'm going to probably plug in a lot of Travion Henderson with another guy. That way, if it gets talked about he's going to miss we don't get that news earlier i can swap to hayden and then i can upgrade another spot so that's how i'm going to look at it that's how i'm going to play it this week quite a bit um ohio state is one of the last games to kick off here so that makes it a little bit more challenging but again we should get news fairly early on that one hopefully 
Uh, moving down a little bit, Michael Wiley at 6,200 for Arizona. He's been having a great season. He is another guy as part of this really high total I think you can use to get off some of that chalk in the passing game. Um, Audric Estain, 5,700 for Notre Dame's in a really good spot versus Boston College. He's been finally getting the workload that we all want. Um, he's, he's the main guy there now. And then below that, Nakia Watson at 3,800. Last two weeks, he has put up 39 and 30 DraftKings points. Um, it, you just can't ignore that, right? At 3,800, I don't know what DraftKings is doing here. So, again, I mentioned Wiley. I mentioned Watson. I think those are two guys you can either mix into your stacks, quarterback, running back, receiver, or if you're not going to be playing these quarterbacks for Houston and ECU, it's a good way to get exposure to this game um, from the running standpoint. So all those guys are live. Um Kind of my one-off receivers that I like, I, I, you know, I talked about Ohio State a little bit, obviously Marvin Harrison Jr. up there at 8,100. I talked about um, Isaiah Winstead at 7K, Brandon Ford Wheaton at 6,700 is in a pretty good spot here. He's kind of your bring back if you're going to be playing some Will Howard and hope that game pops off. I think this could be a Brock Bowers guy, uh, day, guys. Uh, they have a competitive game, which should be at least. I know the spread's high, but Kentucky's going to put up a fight. They're not a terrible football team. We've seen every time Georgia, for the most part, has a tough game. Brock Bowers is your best player. They tend to lean on him. I'm going to be mixing in some Bowers this week a bit. Xavier Worthy for Texas at 6,500 is their alpha receiver. Going to want a piece of him. Uh, CJ Johnson at 6,200 is in a good spot. He's another one of those ECU receivers. Um, I talked about Reed and Coleman for Michigan State I like quite a bit. Caden Prather is on the list uh, for me, uh, West Virginia guy. Jatavian Sanders for Texas, 4,500. I'm sorry, his price has gone up quite a bit, but I like him. Um, Colby Young, 3,900 for Miami. Mm, not the greatest spot, but again, you think like to think Miami puts up a little bit of a fight here versus Clemson, I hope. Uh, not just go out there and get embarrassed like they have in recent weeks. And then A.J. Barner at 3,800. He has scored the last two games he has played. So that's kind of my player pool this week, guys. Again, kind of high slate overview. Um, I really like as far as top five stacks, Houston, TCU, Kansas State, ECU, and Arizona, mixing in some Michigan State and Washington State, and then going big uh, as much as I can with the running backs and kind of sticking in that like 6K range, and then if you want to go down and get some value, Nikia Watson and Dallin Hayden potentially are amazing spots. So that pretty much does it. That wraps it up. That's a quick breakdown of the main slate Saturday, November 19th. Uh, good luck to everybody this week. Don't forget to hit the like button on the video. If you're still watching, really appreciate it. Uh, drop some comments, or if you've got some sneaky plays that I did not talk about uh, or guys that you don't like, Definitely bring it up. Uh, I love interacting with you guys in the community. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm at VinnyLevine29. Let's chat through it. Let's all win big. There's enough of the pie to go around for everyone. Good luck this week.